Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Music Fucking Mondays. How are you doing? Happy Monday. Let's fucking go, baby. How are we? This is episode 85. Um, sort of a big episode, man. This is the first episode post Cyberfest. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, holy fuck. Uh, Cyberfest was absolutely a success um let's let's talk about it let's let's really dive into this and and we'll give some thoughts um talk about cyberfest talk about the future of music mondays and what's next in 2022 cole what's good baby welcome 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 i hope you well happy monday my friend welcome on in welcome on in so um man where to start so the event itself was fucking just a success in so many ways but on the back end of things first off um this was an extreme success like an extreme extreme success um very minimal issues as far as as far as um technical problems go as far as anything happening on the back end that was um sort of an issue uh a lot of that stuff went extremely well which if you consider um that uh music mondays was live for 10 hours and cyberfest was 10 hours long you could see how that's a huge deal i mean no problems for over 10 hours that's that's insane that's really really good so as far as the technical aspect of things go um the live stream the discord literally went exceptional um every artist really really killed it um everybody's sets were just insane man like this was something that i was talking about on the show for a long time um but didn't really get to speak on in detail until like episodes like 82 through like now so uh yeah man cyberfest is a success truly a success um like i said every artist really really killed it every artist was super easy to work with everybody was super supportive like that was really uh, the best thing about this um because it, it it felt genuine it felt very um it felt very proper because as many of you know i've i've been around the space for quite a while um since 2018 as as far as really um being involved in the space and and really working hands-on with other artists and my art other artists on platforms as far as interviews things like that go there are so many things that really um just felt right with cyberfest uh cyberfest didn't feel forced it didn't feel fake it didn't feel anything like that it, it, it was very wholesome and very underground oriented and that's all i could really ask for as far as cyberfest goes man um as far as the stats go um the stats were really really insane uh we had like 30 people 
on the live stream pretty much the whole day. Um, at least 50 plus different people in the Discord throughout the whole day. So if you total that up, that's at least 70 people throughout 10 hours, if not more. That's just sort of like a rough guesstimate. Um, which is just fucking amazing. You know what I mean? Like, that's more uh, people that pack out, like, your pool halls and your local venues and shit like that. Like, there are people that genuinely rent out spaces to try to, like, fill that many people and don't get that far of a reach. So that's why things like Cyberfest are really, really crucial. Um, you know, it, it, it proved that you don't really need something like COVID for Cyberfest to be successful. Um, especially for platforms like Music Mondays where we're still in our growth stage. We're, we're not in a, in a spot where we can stand on our own two feet and really have a budget for bigger and like larger events. So we do what we can with what we have. And we really tried to make Cyberfest as big as possible, and I think it went really well for what we had to work with. And every artist, like I said, was super, super easy to work with. Everybody was so, so supportive. And it just felt genuine, you know what I mean? And the turnout was great. Um, everybody got so much support, and, and the amount of love that every artist showed was, was just crazy. And... The thing that stood out to me the most was the amount of people that came out and supported their favorite artists, right? Like, they were like, oh, I'm going to go see, you know, this person set. I'm going to go see X, Y, or Z. And that, to me, was really, really dope. Really, really fucking dope. Because, like, there'd just be certain people that... um just came through for certain sets and and i was like damn like that's that's some real like ride or die shit you know what i mean so there's a lot of like small things that i noticed that was really really dope and 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 i was i was super happy with it man super super happy with it and like i said the numbers were great um but more importantly the feeling the feeling of it all was was it, it was there it, it it felt like the real underground you know michael jones welcome to the live stream homie welcome welcome happy monday Come on in, my friend. So, that's what I mean, man. Like, it, it, it was a success in so many ways, but the most important thing was it, it felt real. And, like, even for me, like, on a personal level, um, you know, things like Cyberfest weren't really popular until covid like you could find like online events here or there but they didn't really get popularized until the pandemic truly and once the pandemic really got adjusted to people's lives and we really adjusted to the pandemic um people stopped really enjoying things like online events and virtual shows but Cyberfest really, once again, proved that you don't need COVID to do things like that. Like, like you don't need to really have something so, like, damaging as COVID was, right? Because, like, if, if you were in the underground at the time or you were even a musician at the time, like, you know, like, how hard that hit everybody, you know? Like, yeah, 
but like things like streams and shit were like really good and all that other stuff but like literally nobody could do shit like nobody could perform nobody could travel nobody could go to the studio so like that's like so many people like really fucked over you know what i mean like especially if you didn't have a home studio or you know performing was like your main source of income or merchandise was your main source of income like that sucked for a lot of musicians and um cyberfest really was able to gloss over that and really make not people forget about that but more so like just make a new memory over it because you don't really want to associate that with like something so shitty as like the pandemic right so um i'm glad cyberfest was able to like prove that we can have a virtual event at the end of the summer and still make it work and like actually have a good time you know what i mean um for so many reasons but you know the main ones being that it was free and you could uh attend from the comfort of your own home or wherever your spot was at right so um all in all uh i i couldn't be happier with how everything went um truly truly so, what's next for Music Mondays? Well, um, obviously we're not going to exhaust the idea of Cyberfest, right? Like, I think hosting these often would kind of kill the fun of them and really kill like the surprise factor and, and make it feel less you know like once in a while so with that said i don't think we'll do another one this year most likely not um but as i'm planning for next year there will definitely be a lot of things on the table as far as events like that go and a lot of future stuff for music mondays um mostly it has to do with a little bit of planning and a little bit of structure as far as the music mondays back end goes um i gotta make sure that i got a solid team around me before we try to push the envelope with some of these ideas um which is fine you know what i mean that's why i think things like cyberfest can really um test people's limits with you know events and and you know, being organized and being cordial and things like that. It really helps you get a lot of reps, you know, because things like Cyberfest, you know, how often are you managing 30 set lists in one show? You know what I mean? It's very rare that that comes across even in live shows because it's like, holy shit. Um, so even I learned a lot. Uh, so very, very important stuff and, and, and a lot of learning factors went into Cyberfest as well. And in regards to future events, you know. So. Um, one more event will be closing out the year. Um, with Music Mondays. It, it, it really got announced at the end of Cyberfest. I spoke a little bit on it. But we'll be doing uh, the Music Mondays Awards. So essentially... At the end of the year, Music Mondays Awards are going to be categorized in a few different ways. I'm not going to speak on categories right now. Um, 
because nothing's really set in stone, so I'm not going to say something and then not have it. But just know that we're going to look at like 10 plus or so categories um, as far as, you know, things around Music Mondays. I spoke on this a little bit, but um, the end of the year awards is definitely going to be a thing. It'll definitely be a thing every year, especially considering we have the podcast, right? So we go through so much stuff here on the show that we'll be able to pick from, you know, not just stuff on the show, but, you know, articles and, and uh, stuff we reacted to and reviewed and so many cool things. And, and that's really one event that um, is going to be super, super fun to host. Um, so expect that uh, sometime towards the end of the year. Preferably before Christmas, but don't quote me on that. Um, but yeah, that's what's up for Music Mondays and the rest of 2022, man. Um, this is my absolute thank you to anybody that attended Cyberfest, performed at Cyberfest, had any involvement whatsoever. If you spectated, uh, if you performed, like I said, had any sort of involvement in Cyberfest, thank you. And the Music Monday staff thanks you as well um it, it it was a really really fun fucking time and as far as post cyberfest coverage goes um expect the full event uh all 10 and a half hours will be available on our youtube channel as well as everybody's individual sets will be uploaded as well so that's around 30 sets will be uploaded on our channel if you want to go to your specific set and you want to share that or you didn't want to upload your set but you wanted to kind of have an archive of it um we'll be uploading everybody's sets on the channel as well but you know thank you and music mondays let's get it cole you're very welcome my friend you're very welcome you fucking killed it you absolutely killed it my friend um huge shout out to all the artists men um a lot of work was put into people's sets a lot of work was put into cyberfest itself man so i'm i'm really happy that so many people we're happy um the amount of people that messaged me personally and told me that this is what the underground needed or this is you know some of the most fun that they've had in a while from music um really meant a lot to me uh especially for those of you that know how long i have been in this space and sometimes i make it sound like it's like 10 fucking years or something when in reality it's you know I, I I guess you could see a lot in, in like a shorter amount of time. So like if you consider like at the start of 2018 when I really like when I really started to get into digital media and management and independent art along with making my own instrumentals and things like that you know I've seen a lot of people come and go I've seen a lot of things and you know you could have looked at me like I was fucking crazy for starting something like Music Mondays. Truly. Like, especially in the beginning of 2021, like, you you truly could have looked at me like I was fucking nuts. But, you know, Cyberfest proved that the underground is not dead. Um, it, it, it really proved that the underground is well and alive. And there were a lot of people that were saying that shit. <laughs> like, let me speak on that. And if you did say it, I'm absolutely talking about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, for sure. Because that's bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, there are a lot of people who are in the underground space that were saying that. And I was like, 
why the fuck are you bringing that negative energy around creativity? You know what I mean? Like, why the fuck are you even being creative if, if you're going to be negative like that? And I kept my faith. You know what I mean? Through thick and thin. I made sure that Music Mondays was going to be the platform that I always meant to create. Whether it was with, you know, X, Y, or Z platform. You know, UBC, 29 Club, so many uh, great brands that I was affiliated with that really toppled over due to so many other circumstances and you know the dream of having a platform that really saw the light of day that was able to help artists was my goal and that's still not achieved yet and like i said you could have looked at me like i was fucking nuts for starting music mondays you know you were like oh yeah that shit's fucking dead you know there's no underground this not the third we had 30 Plus motherfuckers at Cyberfest performing. And over 30 in the live stream. 50 in and out of the Discord all day. Bro. That that just doesn't happen if, if the scene is dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially spectators. Like, you know how many people that were in and out of these places. Between Twitch and Discord that didn't even perform. Even other artists. So, don't bring that bullshit and don't fucking believe that bullshit if you see it. Because it's just simply not fucking true. Because if you give people a place to prosper. And you give people a place to bond and collaborate. Shit like Cyberfest happens. So all that fucking rah-rah bro. Suck my fucking dick. Like that's bullshit. The underground is fucking here to stay. Especially if Music Mondays is around. That's for sure. So yeah, lots of cool stuff to close out um, the rest of the year. Like I said, a huge shout out to everybody involved in Cyberfest. Um, much more to come, man. Much more to come. For sure. For sure. And you guys know the drill. I mean, it's, it's, it's only September. So we have a bunch of other uh, regular pieces of content coming through. The podcast will continue. SoundCloud Sunday will continue. Workshop Wednesday feature friday dose of daybreak um underground classics like all of our playlists and pieces of content and written articles will still be coming through every single week for the latest underground motherfucking content man like you get it all with music mondays bro so truly the train never stops and um i'm proud of everybody involved and the future is bright man future is fucking bright so let's get back to weekly updates and let's talk about what went down in the last week episode 84 of the music mondays podcast is available on all platforms and all audio websites so if you listen to the music mondays podcast on spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, things like that make sure you go uh, and run those up. Make sure you go check out episode 84 if you missed it. SoundCloud Sunday. Volume 46 is also available on our SoundCloud. Make sure you go run that up as well. Um, a super, super great edition of SoundCloud Sunday. Um, and of course, we have a brand new YouTube upload where I talked about Cyberfest. We have a brand new article out on allmusicmondays.com about cyberfest and 
as far as post cyberfest coverage goes make sure uh you stay posted on any future articles and future uh reviews because you know we'll be uploading sets and things like that and we'll be uploading a whole lot of stuff on the youtube channel but more importantly there'll be a detailed analysis of you know a cyberfest breakdown truly um just for anybody that wasn't there and really like needs to sort of like more so understand how the event went and and you know get a recap of things oh and a fucking highlight montage because there were some great moments great great motherfucking moments holy shit um lots of good stuff coming lots of good stuff coming so expect that in the coming weeks expect uh a whole lot of post cyberfest stuff man so um we have a decent amount of reviews but there was one thing that I wanted to touch on uh, before we got into reviews. And it was more so of a talking point that I didn't really get to speak on because we were so busy with Cyberfest and things like that. So uh, make sure you grab a snack, grab a grab a uh, cig, go hit the gas, do, do whatever you gotta do because we're gonna have a little... We're gonna have a little conversation here, as far as, uh... This, this next, uh, topic goes, okay? So... <clears throat> I'm in the studio right now, bro, chillin', let's get it, baby. Let's get it. Um... Recently... There has been some interesting conversations going on on Twitter. And, you know, usually you don't really need to take Twitter too serious. Because um, it's filled with bullshit takes, right? You know, people just kind of spew, spew their opinions and, and sort of like... <laughs> and, and, and sort of like just, just you know talk shit like you know oh no a shitty opinion on twitter like who would have thought so that's why i don't really address too many things on twitter you know what i mean because because a lot of it's bullshit you know and you know you have to consider the source as far as like some of that shit goes bananas what's good homie welcome 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 i hope you're well happy monday my friend come on in so the topic of conversation that i saw on twitter was People sort of bashing uh, managers, uh, music reviewers, and music curators on Twitter. And the reason why I bring this up here and, you know, on the podcast is for one, I need to, you know, inform my audience of proper, um, proper facts on topics like this and you know you can only convey so many thoughts through text because uh, i spoke a little bit about this on twitter but you know i see things like people calling 
anybody not in the music scene that doesn't make music a leech. I see people saying that managers, music reviewers, and curators are leeches. And they want to be artists. Um, They're naive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not so much the words of choice here that are kind of disturbing to me. I, I, I think what's really disturbing to me is the source. Um, when people have impressionable audiences and opinions like these sort of do numbers and people are like, yeah, like, you're so right. It kind of rubs me the wrong way because it's simply not true. Like Michael said, they're naive and don't understand the industry. And, and like, I almost feel like industry is a little bit of a soft term for it or, or just like a bad term for it because even in the underground space, like, there has to be some form of, like, you know, respect. And you're going to find shitty people in all communities. Like, it doesn't matter if it's music, art, your day job, uh, in a bar. Like, you're going to find a bullshit-ass people in any position. You know what I mean? Like, in any fucking position. Like, saying you have to make music to be in the music creative space is like saying you have to play sports to be a fucking sports analyst, bro. Like, that's just not fucking true. Because, like I said, I spoke a little bit, like, just a little bit about this, right? Not, not into great detail like I am now. So, when I say that, my experience with people that aren't creatives in the space, right? Take any of my past platforms that I worked for. And anytime somebody that joined the team, um, the group that wasn't a creative, about half of the time they were on bullshit. Like they were like a college kid. They were like some person that just didn't have good intentions for the scene. And sort of like just wanted to be around shit and and more were so fans and then there was the other side and i could name names of people that aren't creatives but are very fucking passionate about this scene and have never fucked anybody over and in fact have gotten fucked over a lot so the hand goes both ways and and I don't think it's more so like a community problem. I think it's more so like a life problem. Like, that's just life. Like, people are just dog shit. So for anybody with, like, a decent following, like, you know... Like, not even a decent following. Like, if you're telling, like, your mutuals and you're telling the people that, you know, are around you... That everybody in certain positions are leeches... They're gonna fucking believe you and they're gonna be like okay like i better move accordingly when in reality like the people saying these things have not been around for years like and if they have they haven't been exposed to anybody of real significance truly and it bothers the fuck out of me that people like try to spit this out you know what i mean because i have a platform that's filled 
with a staff full of artists that are creatives. So what the fuck do you have to say about my platform? Every single person on my fucking staff team is a creative. Producers, designers, vocalists. Writers. So... Shit like that is, is like truly from a place of ignorance. And it's like, damn, like, you really have zero fucking idea what you're talking about. Because you, like, anybody with half a brain can't assume that every single person in these positions is malicious. Managers, couriers, things like that. Bro, what? What? Some of these people in these positions would die for certain artists and have done so much work. Booking managers, promoters, so many people are so key to so many artists, bro. And even artists will tell you that. Even artists will tell you that. And like I said, don't get me wrong, there's fucking weirdos. But like to say that they're exclusive to like the music industry or the underground community... You're fucking delusional. Because you can go into any sort of business in any sort of space and find the same exact weirdos and leeches that people speak on. So to like broaden that perspective and try to like blanket everybody under that and like put everybody's like nah like what the fuck like you can't put that jacket on everybody. You just can't put that on everybody. So, don't fucking believe everything you see just because somebody makes good music and has a fucking dog shit opinion, bro. Like, it, 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 like... It, it's, it's the same thing as people making good music with being a shitty person. You know, just because you make good music doesn't give you that pass, and just because you make good music doesn't give you the pass to spit fucking bullshit to the people that look up to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's fucked up. And, uh, like, when it's shit that's just simply not true, it's like, what, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like, come on, you know? You, like, you can't really take it serious. And if things like this weren't from such a credible source, then I wouldn't even be speaking on it right now. You know what I mean? Like, this wouldn't even be a conversation. But the fact that it was from a semi-credible source that people look to and, and really enjoy... You know what I mean? Like, doesn't mean that their opinion is, like, super fucking valid. Like, there are lots of people that make shitty music with fucking great opinions. And there are lots of people that make awesome fucking music with really, really ignorant and just bad opinions. So, at the end of the day, just know that music is a case-by-case -case basis. And the people you meet and surround yourself with don't reflect music as a whole like it more so reflects you as a whole and who you surround yourself with because if you're surrounding yourself with fucking leeches and dirtbags what the fuck does that say about you and how are you gonna go blame music for that you know what i'm saying like that it just doesn't make any sense like like I, like i was not raised that way to like scapegoat shit when in reality like you're the person to blame for letting yourself be surrounded by fucking weirdos. So there's like a whole other problem underneath all that that we don't have time to discuss. But that's all I wanted to speak on, man. Make decisions for yourself. And if you want somebody's advice, make sure that they're credible. 
you know what I mean? Like, Music Mondays is 85 episodes deep, and never once have we given anybody advice that I wouldn't fucking give my brother, my my son, bro. I don't even have either of those things, and I would tell them the same shit that I tell the show, the chat, my friends, my staff, my artists. Like, I don't steer people in the wrong direction, and you can never pull that card on me as long as I've been around in this space. You can ask, ask around. Ask around. 80-plus articles, and I've never fucking made a dime off anybody. So go ahead and ask around. Like, that's the shit with that. Is like, people have one fucking weird experience in life. And they're like, damn, that whole shit's fucked up. Fuck the industry. And it's like, bro, like, are you fucking high? Like, what are you smoking? Because let me hit that. You know? Like, fuck out of here, bro. So, nah, man. Learn shit for yourself. And... If you're looking for help or information, go to sources that know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, you can pull my resume and see how long I've been in the space and see who I've interviewed. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know all these things for nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just don't pull these fucking experiences and, and quotes out of my ass. This is all from genuine hard fucking work. So, like, I'll be damned if I see some bullshit on Twitter with somebody from, like, a decent following spitting bullshit and I'll speak on it. Especially when it's about my space. Like, fuck out of here. But I don't fuck with that. So that's that on that, my friends. Um, you know, put yourselves first. Don't, don't worry about the other bullshit, you know? And if you meet a shitty person, steer clear of them. It has nothing to do with fucking music or this and a third. So what? Everybody meets a piece of shit once in a while, you know what I mean? So move them out your life. That's it, you know? <clears throat> so yeah that's that on that um kind of an interesting topic um more so like i said wouldn't really even be a conversation if it wasn't you know from somebody that uh was at least semi-credible but you know it is what it is people you know sometimes just have talking points that need to be addressed so back on track we're live with episode 85 and we have a bit of submissions to go through so you guys know the drill let's talk a little bit about submissions how do i submit to the music money podcast people want to know sometimes people have zero idea if you've ever watched a podcast episode you probably know but if this is your first time in a music mondays episode Every Tuesday following the show, which always airs and is live on a Monday, tweets will go live, and they're always in the same format, and they read Artists and Creatives. Submissions are open for live reviews on Music Mondays, live on 9-5-22 at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, twitch.tv slash plays, which is here now. If you'd like to submit your music, artwork, fashion, or digital creations, drop your links and portfolios below. All art forms are welcome. So, um, contrary to popular... Uh, belief <laughs> music mondays not only reviews music but we review instrumentals uh merchandise uh fashion digital art digital creations we've reviewed pretty much everything here on the show uh youtube edits uh visuals everything you can think of truly so if you're an independent creative and you think that you deserve some spotlight and you want uh your art reacted to on the music mondays podcast feel free to submit submissions are open for the majority of the week and they'll close on the day of the podcast every monday so 
per usual, the only thing that we ask is that you're following Music Mondays on Twitter to be eligible. The reason for this is that we do not charge for submissions and never will charge for anything that we do as far as interviews, placements, playlists, or uh, reviews go. Uh, we will never charge for these sorts of things. If you are ever interested in supporting the Music Money podcast, feel free to uh, subscribe to this channel. Uh, stream us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, things like that. Uh, I, I believe there's a donation button on there as well. Uh, so feel free to support us in those ways uh, because we'll never charge for submissions or anything like that. Um... <clears throat> so in exchange, the only thing that we do ask is that you're following All Music Mondays on Twitter. Uh, for one, uh, to give respect to everybody that does submit to the Music Mondays podcast and does wait every week and to help grow the platform and help find other artists that are interested in the show. And some people ask, you know, why Twitter? You know, uh, I only have Instagram or this, that, and the third. I, I spoke on this a little bit, um, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, artists not having certain social medias and things like that. Twitter is the easiest platform for things like this to be able to curate uh, a bunch of links in one spot. You know what I mean? I don't have to uh, open up new tabs, Google Drives, this, that, and a third. Like, if you want to drop it, just drop it all under here, and it's all going to be in the same place. You know what I mean? Uh, it helps keep the show very free flow. So with that said, let's get into it. Uh, that's pretty much it. Make sure you're following All Music Mondays on Twitter. And the submissions close every Monday. Submissions open Tuesday. Okay. Uh, first things first. We got the homie Thomas Marcus, man. Thomas is a very, very talented producer. I believe based out of France. Um, you know, another producer, much like Absono, Kale, myself, a few others, Michael Jones. Ones that really take being a producer very serious, uh, treat themselves like an artist, and, and really uh, go above and beyond for their instrumentals and, and really prove that you don't need to be a vocalist to be an artist. Um, and I really love producers that do that, you know what I mean? And don't just care about, you know, placements and, you know, our, our type B producers. And, you know, things like that are fine to a certain degree, but, you know, there's more to being a producer than that. And uh, I like seeing producers that really care about their platform. And Thomas Marcus is definitely in that group. So this week they submitted a, a track titled Random Blurt. Let's pop this open in a new tab for Rooney and check this shit out. This looks like a 3D model now. I like it. And of course you got the standard uh, Thomas Marcus logo. Definitely fire. Lots of tags. Lo-fi, lo-fi, okay, yep, yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I kind of have a feeling what we're going to get here, but let's check it out. Thank you. 
What a fucking banger. That was great. I fucking really like the drums on that. That was great. Big donut vibes. Let's go, Cole. Um, you guys know the motherfucking drill. Let's break this down. And of course, no vocals. So we're going to talk about two things here. We're going to talk about uh, the instrumental. And we're going to talk about the overall theme of Random Flirt. So, right off rip, uh, this mix is really, really solid. Um, of course, I was listening with headphones and things like that. But this mix for what these drums are is super solid. Um, I love how wide it is. The drums really knock. And the sound selection was great, you know? So, it made for a really consistent mix. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I suppose... Yeah, like, for the most part, you can always expect that from Thomas, to be real. Um, Thomas always has a really, uh, all-around solid mix. Especially on some of their more recent track. This one, uh, came out about eight days ago. So, yeah. The mixing, as of lately, has been on par, for sure. So the mix is solid, um, sound selection was great, but I think, like I said, the Shining Star for me, uh, has gotta be the drums, man. The drums were great, um, just the sound selection, you know, it, 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 it surprised me a little. Um, it definitely has that little bit of, like, lo-fi mix with, like, a really solid, like, softer, punchy kind of 808, you know what I mean? It kinda has that, like, middle ground, and... I just feel like this sound selection was really, really solid this time around. Um, and per usual, you have the really great riffs by Thomas, because that's one thing you can always expect, again, much like a solid mix, is solid guitars. The guitars are always on point when it comes to Thomas Marcus, for sure. And like I said, you know, this is a producer that really has done a great job establishing themselves and, and really... Um, making something like their riffs and their melodies stand out and, and and something that you can always associate Thomas with. So, Random Flirt is definitely a great single by Thomas Marcus as far as uh, being like one of those songs that you show people if they've never heard your music before. This is a great example of it. Now, let's talk about the theme here. Um, aesthetically, like I said, this is great. Um, sort of like on the 3D model kind of wave. Or just like a like just not only the color palette but like the aesthetic of it is just a one like like it's just a fucking one um and like i said at the start you always get the thomas marcus uh watermark which is always a plus um something that you can really get standard and if you see it you're like okay you know what i mean you're like all right bet um so aesthetically great awesome simple minimalistic and i really like the color palette now the track itself random flirt definitely is more so on the like r&b kind of alternative trap vibes so i could definitely see the random flirt title really fitting with this um you know because of course going into it you don't really you know can't really make too much expectations, you know, based on a title, but I'd say the title absolutely fits. Definitely has that laid-back kind of, you know, alternative trap, R&B vibe going on. Um, so, well done. Well done. And, per usual, 
Huge shout out to Thomas Marcus. Make sure you follow them on SoundCloud. They are three away from 160. That is a really, really good milestone. And make sure you follow Thomas Marcus on Twitter at ThomasMarcus075. Four away from 20 followers. Go show Thomas some love, man. Super talented producer. If you're looking to work with somebody new, go check out Thomas. Up next, we got the homie Matt Rocks, who recently performed a set at Cyberfest, which was absolutely fucking nuts. Um, Matt absolutely went crazy, man. Matt absolutely went fucking crazy. We, <laughs> release shit, unreleased shit. We got a whole mix. But if you don't know who Matt is, you will after this for sure. Um, absolutely one hell of an artist and super, super fucking talented. This week, Matt submitted a track titled Sam and Cat, Matt Rock's remix. So we're about to get some special shit right here. I believe it's unreleased. Let's check it out. Nah, nah, 10 days ago. We got some brand new. Let's go. Let's go. Matt Rocks, Sam and Cat, Matt Rocks Remix. Matt Rocks and Road Raid, Sam and Cat. Cover is hard as fuck, too. That cover is super tough. Yeah, that's that, that's that's really really tough, man. Yeah, I've been getting cash and getting bands. Yeah, rockstar never needed no band. Yeah, trouble, trouble in my hands. Like some hell, you on the on for hell. Man, it's special. I'm not talking seven cash. I just made it easy for you to understand. Sam, I am calling away, becoming crazy, but I do not give a damn. When my bitch rides, she need a pink slip. Spend all her free time with me, like it's recess. Yeah, look at my pussy flawless. Look at my pussy gorgeous. I go to the same court. Money all over the floor, pills all over the floor, bodies all over the floor, yeah, rocking golf the floor, yeah, my music and my voice, that's what she adores, and she love me cause I'll blast thugger thugger than the doors, yeah, I've been getting cash and getting bands, yeah, rockstar never needed no band, yeah, trouble, trouble in my hand, outro is tough man the outro is really really fucking tough i fuck with that a lot got off work and we bumping matt god is good what's good king mark music welcome 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 to music mondays my friend come on in 
I hope you will. So, um, let's get into this, man. This is a great laid-back track. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, Matt was on his swag shit on this track. I like this a lot. So let's break this down. We're gonna talk about three things. We're gonna talk about the instrumental. We're gonna talk about vocals. Talk about the overall theme of Salmon Cat. So instrumentally, it's got enough brightness and it's got enough grit to be the perfect Matt Rocks instrumental. Um, it, it's it's just soft enough and, and and a little bit happy enough to just kind of like be a little bop, and then, you know, the drums really take it to that next step of of like kind of adding a little uh spice to this. So instrumentally, this is a great, great instrumental for Matt. Uh, the mix itself is great. Nothing clashing too overbearing. But you can always expect that with a Matt Rocks track. So instrumental is great. Uh, perfect for Matt. I love the laid-back vibes going on here. I love the mashup of drums and the really, like, chilled-out melody going on here. Um, almost a little bit of a lo-fi vibe. I like it. So let's talk about vocals. Now, Matt's an interesting artist. You're not going to get varying mixes from Matt too often. Um, well, mixes that vary greatly. But um, this mix in particular, I feel like, really brought out Matt's chill side and, and really was able to show, like, the steez and, 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 like, have, like, a little bit of swag out of Matt. You know what I mean? Like, you... Like, you can, like, okay, you know, like, you're like, damn. So, I love the mix on the vocals. Um, the mix has a little bit of attitude in it as well. But, you know, Matt's always been really, really solid at recording. Um, and, you know, another thing that really complements that is the flows and cadences. You know, you can really just catch the attitude of Matt in this. You can really just catch the swag. You know, it's it's a lot of, like, kind of, like, pop star rock star vibes going on in here but instrumentally you can get down with like a little bit of like alternative kind of trap you know it's like okay damn like so that's what makes me say matt's really on his swag shit on this so i fuck with this a lot um the writing's really solid too definitely a lot of visualized writing in this made me visualize a lot um you know matt's a really solid writer when it comes to emotion and things like that but this is one of those tracks that really made me visualize what Matt was trying to say a lot as well. So, writing was A1 too. Now, let's talk a little bit about the theme of Sam and Cat here. Now, aesthetically, like I said, the cover is fucking great. I'm a huge analog guy. Um, I'm a huge analog guy. I'm a sucker for analog. Um, color palette's great. The font is fucking great. Um, it, this is a 10 out of 10 cover from me. Um, something I would use personally if I was releasing a track, um, 100%. Now, Sam and Cat, you know, one of those tracks that's filled with, like, bars that a lot of people could relate to. Like, the writing is A1 on this, and I feel like this is almost in... Uh, you know, what are those examples of, of, like, really good Matt Rock's writing and not one of those cases of, like, a, a consistent theme? Like, the hook is is very easy to visualize, but I feel like for the most part, this is more so a great ode to Matt's writing and Matt's style and flows and cadences as an artist. Um, Sam and Cat really brought that out instrumentally and vocally for him, so 
I really enjoy this track for what it is. It's 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 really like a great um great example of of Matt's like single material and like alternative styles that Matt can touch on. But big pop star rock star vibes on this and I like it a lot. Lots of attitude. So with that said, huge shout out to Matt Rocks. Uh thank you for this submission, homie. Much, much, much motherfucking love. Make sure you go follow Matt Rocks on SoundCloud. They are approaching 1.7k. Go show Matt some love, man. Go show Matt some love. Lots of bangers on there. Lots of motherfucking bangers on there. And of course, make sure you follow Matt Rocks on Twitter at Matt Rocks. Uh 10 away from 620 followers. Go show Matt some love, man. And of course, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. And make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. We are on the road to 70 subscribers. Huge shout out to anybody that has already subscribed. We upload about two times a week. Exclusive podcast segments, exclusive tracks, full podcast episodes. A whole lot of good stuff uh, is going down on the Music Monday's YouTube channel. So make sure you go show us some love. Make sure you go show these artists some love, man. Kale, what's good, baby? Welcome, welcome, welcome on in. Happy Monday. I hope you're well, my friend. He <laughs> just killed the Sammy. R.I.P. Sammy. Gone but not forgotten. We're gonna have to light one up for Sammy, man. That's some bullshit. Alright, alright, chat. Let's get back into this, man. Let's, let's, let's get back into this. So. Up next, we got the homie, Bloodcat. Um... The submissions from Bloodcat recently have been A1. Um, Bloodcat is not only a super, super talented artist, but truly is one of the most visually creative artists we've seen, whether it comes from their covers, their visuals, their media. Bloodcat is very, very artistic and creative. But this week they submitted a track titled French Toast. Let's check this out. Of course, per usual, we're going to pop this open in a new motherfucking tab or Rooney. Uh, French Toast. French Toast is such a good song. Steak corn, double baked potato. <laughs> Fuh. All right, all right, all right. Um, oh, shit. And we got some lyrics in the descripty. You guys know the drill. Bloodcat's been really, really on that recently, which is awesome. Okay, let's let's do this. This whole album has to be one of my favorites released this year by anyone. That, damn, that's good gas. That's good gas by King Mark in the chat right there. That's that's some good gas. Alright, alright then. Alright then, so let's get it. Blood Cat French Toast. Let's hear it. Looking at the star, I'm buying everything I want. Gotta needs a once. And I don't need a front. You call a friend, you call a friend, and I take three at once. Ooh. Waiting on the day I gotta show it. Ooh. Waiting on the day I make him know it. Ooh. 
She wanna fuck me to my songs, I'm saying, oh yeah. They ask me when I'm dropping songs, I'm saying, oh yeah. Left my ex in court, cause that's my court and bitch with ball here. Yeah. See you next week, the broke ass That was hard. What the fuck? Hello 16 be the craziest bird. Nah, for real. That was what I was about to say. That, that, shh, damn, bro. And of course, you got the engineer on Cole. Let's get it, baby. Um, I love the writing in this, man. The writing. Fuck. Okay, so let's break this down. We're going to talk about three things here. We're talking about the instrumental. We're talking about vocals. We're going to talk about the overall theme of Motherfucker French Toast, man. So, um,. Instrumentally, 98, 99, really, really killed it. Um, this is one of those instrumentals that really utilized the fuck out of the uh, out of that uh, a vocal sample. Jesus, man, Jesus, like that vocal sample is so well used, and I have to tip the structure in this too. Like, such a simple beat, but like everything done in this is so crucial. Like, it's so fucking, like, bro, the sound selection, the structure, and the vocal chops, and ju just every single sound used in this is really, really fucking awesome. Really awesome. So, uh, this producer really fucking killed it, and I like this choice by Blood Cat. This is a very, very minimalistic, but such a hard choice. I love beats like this. Love them. So... Instrumentally, it's great. Um, let's talk vocals now. You got the standard Bloodcat mix, you know? You can really get a nice, crisp Bloodcat sound. You're going to hear this, and you'll be like, okay, this is some Bloodcat. Or if you never heard this, you'll be like, damn, this mix solid. <laughs> so, mix, great, no surprise. But what really is the shining star for me 
Um, along with the flows, I feel like the flows and the cadences during this are fucking awesome. Um, lots of attitude, lots of swag, much like the previous track. But the writing, um, the fucking writing is just like really well done. Like, like really well done. Because it's not like simple punchlines. They're like really creative punchlines. Um, like, I, like, that's why I love these lyrics in description for one and for two. Um, <laughs> just going over it again, it's like, damn, this is some good writing. Like, like some real visualized, like, standard, like, blood cat writing. But I feel like combined with the instrumental, it kind of brings it to like a whole new vibe. Because like, Bloodcat's always been a really excellent writer, especially when it comes to hooks. But I feel like this instrumental combined with this writing brings us to just a whole new level, man. Truly. Um, so writing 1000% is the shining star for me, as far as vocals go. Um, I've heard two tracks on this so far. Um... Of course, as far as the podcast goes, and Jesus Christ, um, both tracks are insane. This is this is extremely extremely well done. Um, French toast might be my favorite so far. So let's talk about the theme of French toast here. Aesthetically, um, Catanova. I spoke on the cover um, last week or the week before. But the minimalist approach of this is really excellent. Um, Bloodcat's really known for their uh, really uh, superior media. Like, their visuals, their cover art, uh, their designs, everything involving a Bloodcat media is always so well done. And Catanova is definitely uh, in that category for me. Um, so aesthetically, this is amazing still. Now, French Toast is one of those tracks where like you like you have like the name French Toast, right? And then you get a track like this that's filled with like creative punchlines and some like real swag for like like just 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 like cadences, man. It's like damn. So I feel like French Toast is like one of those highlight tracks that you talk about on an album because it's called French Toast and it's such a fucking banger. And I love that for this. Um, and it's tagged hip-hop and rap, and, and it's really on that more alternative side. I love that Bloodcat is really blending, like, creative writing, but, like, really having this, like, alternative R&B side to him that is, is also very hard, you know what I mean? And shout out this prod once again, because the structure was just perfect for what Bloodcat did with it. So, all in all, this track's awesome. Um, I have to agree with Mark. This is this is absolutely a banger. Um, much fucking love to Bloodcat. Make sure you go follow Bloodcat on SoundCloud. Very, very close to 1.3k. Go show him some love, man. And of course, make sure you follow those Skunky Raps, Bloodcat's alternative account on Twitter, six away from 50 followers. Go show them some love, man. And per usual, uh, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. And of course, make sure you subscribe to the Music Money's YouTube channel if you haven't already. Um, we're approaching 70 subscribers, man. We're on our way. So go sub if you haven't already. And if you have, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. We upload uh, two times a week, full podcast episodes, exclusive tracks, exclusive segments, a whole lot of good stuff going on on the channel. Go show that some love, and go show these artists some love. Whew. 
Let's go, chat. How we doing, man, on this fine Monday night? How we doing? How we doing? And and I know I saw that message earlier. Um, Cole really is behind like uh, so many Music Mondays tracks, especially some other tracks that I know will be coming out. Cole Cole's really doing an excellent job collaborating with everybody. Um, even if it's not on vocals, I feel like Cole's really doing an awesome job when it comes to that, man. So keep it up, Cole. Truly. So we got like uh, got like four or five left, and we got a first time submitting artist as well. But we have been live for an hour and a half, so uh, we're about halfway through the show. I'm going to take a leak. I want you guys to get up, stretch, uh, go get yourself a drink, do all that good stuff. And then Music Monday's episode 85 will be right back.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Music Mondays podcast. Hope you're well. Hope you're chilling. How are we, man? How the fuck are we? So, let's get right back into this, man. Um, Money Goons Music, otherwise known as Spendo and C-Dub. Now, <laughs> a little backstory on Spendo here, man. So. Spendo was an artist that um I reviewed back in like the very early episodes of Music Mondays Men. Like episode 30, I'm talking. Like because I think I was on TikTok. Uh, I was uploading some shit on Music Mondays and I saw Spendo's TikTok of <laughs> the Music Mondays review. I think one of the last ones we did. <clears throat> not one of the last ones but one of the early ones i mean and holy shit that was a throwback so spendo's been around for a fucking while but spendo's a california-based artist um makes a lot of a classical sort of styled hip-hop but more of like a modern spin on it spendo does an excellent job really bringing that uh west coast vibe so he submitted a track titled Grind All Night from the newly released album Professional Mobbing, available on all music platforms and CD. And we also have a press release here. Um, yeah, we got the doc, we got the website. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, they got, like, I got a whole bunch of shit. Holy fuck. Okay. That's what's up? No, that's good, like... Bro, I remember that was like one of the first things I, w I would not critique, but I'd react to. And and uh, there were some artists that didn't even have any link trees or anything like that um, for certain releases or on their profile or things like that. So Spendo's definitely always one of uh, just one of those artists that has that really always done that. And uh, definitely something that's very, very typical for sure. So Grind All Night. Spendo and C-Dub. Let's check this out. Uh, here it is. No. Um, 438. This, this is about to be a bop. I know it's about to be a bop, man. For sure. Spendo, C-Dub, I just want to fly. Damn. Dude, I just knew it, bro. Spoil your milk in your curve. Keep it quiet, man. My word is everything. Get the mess. 
no need to play tough. I eat my kale in my spinach. I want to take trips to Venice. Eat food I can't pronounce. I really don't smoke, but them Cubans real loud. I just want to fly, spread my wings and fly away. I'm here and I'ma live. I die another day. No rewind, just play. We gon' learn from our mistakes. I'm from the ground up and I ain't never with the fake. Cubans real loud, I got a thing for Annalisa. That marinara sauce on the pasta got me eating. In the kitchen, she deceases. Baby, pour a little Prosecco. Her family locked in, so she good with the metal. My foot's to the pedal, that Bugatti so foreign. Urban life near the beach, Santa Cruz never boring. Yeah, it's some stories, but you would never get it. I'm from that other era, there's very few that's still with it. Please believe I'm here to get it. Spin rich to the death of me. I put my faith in God, but still watching for my enemies. Pretend to be friend of me, like Rico paid in full. It's nothing you can get it. I go deep as ocean floors. The whales and the sharks, read the signs, proceed with caution. I've been swam alone, talking shop with the bosses. Yeah, I paid the cost, now I'm wanting my return. When I get it back, then the underworld is yours. I just wanna fly, spread my wings and fly away. I'm here and I'ma live. I die another day. No rewind, just play. We gon' learn from our mistakes. I'm from the ground up, but I ain't never with the fake. I just wanna fly, spread my wings and fly away. I'm here and I'ma live. I die another day. No rewind, just play. We gon' learn from our mistakes. I'm from the ground up, but I ain't never with the fake. On the clock, my cash never sleeps. I got people that I love. Take care of time to eat. We all been in the street, we all struggle trying to profit. Why I talk about this dope? That Lambo in the ostrich. Spit rich, I've been a quarter. We run it, man, collectively. Always on the go. That end zone is all we ever see. It's the west to the death of me. I just want you all to feel it. I'm knowing that my ways and my vision's been distorted. Is he, is he from the cruise? Sound like he from somewhere else. I had to leave my home and play the chords that I was dealt Yeah, they try to shelter me, keep me out the frame. That mind of a hustler been embedded in my brain. That watch and the chain, yeah, it's cool, but I'm seasoned. I want the real estate in Moro Bay on the weekends. Let it all sink in, just know I stay focused. I'm here and I'm winning, give me the cash and I'm ghosting. I just want to fly, spread my wings and fly away. I'm here and I'm a live. I die another day. No rewind, just play. We gon' learn from our mistakes. I'm from the ground up, but I ain't never with the fake. I just wanna fly, spread my wings and fly away. I'm here and I'ma live. I die another day. No rewind, just play. We gon' learn from our mistakes. I'm from the ground up, but I ain't never with the fake. That was tough as shit. You know, I really, really love that instrumental. That instrumental is such a vibe. Alright. So we're gonna break this down. We're gonna talk about three things here. We're gonna talk about the instrumental. We're gonna talk about vocals. We're gonna talk about the overall theme of I Just Wanna Fly. So, like I said, man, I'm a huge fan of this instrumental. The melody is super ghost-like and very, like, ethereal. It's got this, like 
almost like classic mixed with like modern vibe i i, I love the sound selection on it for sure um drums were great super simple nothing like uh super crazy and kept that real like west coast slower vibe that spendo really excels on so i feel like this instrumental was perfect as far as um really capturing the best of spendo so i like this choice a lot um a huge shout out to this producer this was absolutely awesome now let's talk about vocals here because spendo is really a veteran you know um really in the aspect that this song is four minutes and 38 seconds and spendo really wrote their fucking ass off <laughs> you know what i mean like each verse was really really fucking good and and each verse kept getting better and that's really um something you can notice the better the writing so you know for example spendo started off sort of uh standard and then kept heating up each verse and one thing that i sort of got reminded from this through vocals was spendo's ability to write insanely good hooks every single track that i've reviewed from spendo because they've all been so far in between each other that i don't really get to pick up on patterns but one thing that i just realized is that spendo is really really fucking good at writing hooks um but not only just writing them performing them in the way that spendo's a little bit like uh melodic to it and and really just like keeps that like real core west coast sound and i think they did a really really good job when it comes to the hook but um i'd say the last verse was definitely the most impactful when it comes to leaving this track on like a high note i think spendo definitely did that um you know talking about the theme for a second here aesthetically um spendo really has this knack for like these uh extraordinary covers that just do so well um when it comes to like keeping the fancy vibe up and also like making sure that everybody really understands the vision of a track like i just want to fly but you know more underneath it other than the aesthetics the theme of i just want to fly bendo touches on a couple of different things you know what i mean escaping getting rich and escaping like he talks about getting the bag and just ghosting like there are so many really good bars that expands on the idea of flying escaping just wanting to get away and i think this track is really deeper than you know a first-time listener would really like to admit because you could listen to this song you know a couple different times and each time you pick up on new metaphors new bars um so it's just that good in terms of writing truly so i feel like i just want to fly has a really good theme behind it as well um so another great release by spendo that we got to react to on the music Monix podcast and of course per usual make sure you follow spendo on spotify at spendo or follow money goons music on twitter at money goons music go show them some love man and of course every artist Featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. And make sure you subscribe to the Music Money's YouTube channel if you haven't already. We are approaching 70 subscribers. Huge shout out to anybody that already has. We upload two times a week. Exclusive uh, uploads, exclusive tracks, full podcast episodes, a whole lot of good stuff on the channel, man. 
Go show the channel and these artists some love. So, up next we got the homie, Cole Gerard, of course. Another artist that performed recently at Cyberfest. And another artist, like, we were just talking about having this expansive engineer um, library now. Uh, Cole has just been doing such a good job when it comes to engineering and mixing and, and really putting in work for their own tracks as well. So Cole's really one of those artists that um, I always have fun reacting to and seeing what they're up to. So this week, Cole submitted a track titled Wishing Well, Prod Mall Disney. Dropping on SoundCloud Tuesday, Wednesday, and all platforms Friday the 9th. Okay, okay. So we got some exclusive unreleased Cole Gerard here for the Music Mondays podcast. Let's check this out. So we're going to pop it open in a new tambourine per usual. This art is fucking gas. Like, this reminds me of some, like, real classic underground shit. I love this cover choice. Um, the palette's great, and I always think that fire and, like, different colors go extremely well. Um, super simple, really effective, definite huge fan of that cover. Um, 12 hours ago, so this is, this is hot off, hot off the press right here. This is, this is some exclusive shit. Mark said, oh shit, yeah, 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 we about to get the, we about to get the treatment, man. Uh, exclusive Unreleased Cole Gerard Wishing Well. Proud Mall Disney. Let's get into it, motherfuckers. Three, two, one, let's go. It's about to be crazy. I've 
What the fuck, dude? Hold the phone, man. Hold the phone. Look, hold on. I don't know what I was expecting, but it definitely wasn't that. I am shook. Alright, we're sipping some coffee and we're breaking this down. Man. So, um, we're gonna talk about three things here. We're gonna talk about the instrumental. We're talking about vocals. Talk about the overall theme of "Wishing Well." Um, I love Cole on this uh type of instrumental. This is definitely on some alternative rock, alternative pop kind of shit, and I'm loving it. Um, I'm here for this. I'm definitely here for this. So this. This is the kind of sound that um, I feel like people excel at if 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 they just try it out a little bit and they start feeling themselves. This is really fucking well done, and it really starts out with the instrumental. Um, Malt Disney absolutely killed it. They definitely gave Cole uh, a really good foundation to be able to craft this out, man. Um, from structure to mix to sound selection, everything was A1 with this instrumental. Um, huge fan. I'm definitely here for this. This is, this is fucking awesome. Um, this is definitely a direction I definitely wouldn't have expected, you know? I'm, I'm definitely a little caught off guard in a good way. I'm like, oh shit. Oh shit. We got some fucking alternative call here. This is crazy. Um, it's not like super alternative. It's like the perfect kind of mix, you know? And, you know, moving on to vocals... It kind of, you know, I can't, I can't be too surprised because that's one of the things that I've like always said about Cole was, um, you know, Cole was really such a genre blender. Truly, like the the amount of like flows and like genre blending that we've seen in in like early Cole tracks and like later Cole tracks has always been on point. So. This is just another really, really great example of it, to be honest with you. Except Cole just kind of took, like, this whole other direction, and it really fucking worked out. So as far as vocals go, the mix is great. Um, I love, love Cole's voice on this. Um, definitely a style I want to see a lot more of. You know, as an artist, you kind of just do what you're feeling at the time, right? Like, some people don't want to lock themselves into too many boxes or barriers things like that and if people want to make certain sounds they just want to make certain sounds but this is definitely one of those sounds where i'd like to see cole expand on it you know what i mean and, and just keep doing you know i, I guess just raising the bar and, and and i feel like cole is 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 an artist that continuously raises the bar every submission um you know from their first visual to 
you know, all types of styles. I feel like Cole's really just having fun with this shit. And this is another example of Cole just taking their writing and style to a whole different level. And once again, pushing the ceiling, which you love to see. So this is, this is like, really, really fucking cool to me. Um, big fan of this. Big fucking fan of this. A shining star easily is the hook. Like, the writing, yes, but more so the performance. It's, it, it's performed with such passion and emotion. And I really feel like Cole really nailed that, you know? Um, sometimes tracks like this don't come out as well if you're not really, like, emotionally into it. And especially, like, emotionally into the recording um, and the performance of it. So I feel like Cole definitely did a good job with, like, resonating with this kind of style. Um, well done. Well fucking done. So let's talk about the theme here. Um, aesthetically, excellent. Like I said, um, classic underground style. I really love the idea of fire with different color palettes. Um, always looks sick in my opinion. You know, any kind of color like this, green fire, red fire, pink fire, purple fire, doesn't matter. Um, I think it looks really dope. But I love like uh, the little things about it, like the filter and just the whole like grimy sort of analog, a little bit aesthetic of it. So really really one of my favorites wishing well now you know there's a couple different directions cole took the phrase wishing well and you know this song has a little bit of everything for everybody you kind of get like a little bit of the emotional side you kind of get like the whole fuck you side you kind of get the whole like you know like fuck it side um there's a lot of good writing in here and you pick up really quickly why this is called wishing well so i feel like cole did a really good job telling a story but also like establishing a vibe for one track right like um you know artists don't necessarily need to establish themselves by like one uh sound or vibe or genre i feel like they can do that per song and cole definitely like established a really good kind of energy on this track if you will so well fucking done um huge shout out to cole thank you for submission homie much much motherfucking love make sure you follow cole gerard on soundcloud four away from 40 followers that's a cool ass milestone for real um and make sure you follow cole gerard on twitter uh two followers away from 30 man two followers go bump that shit man two two drake but um <laughs> Per usual, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. And of course, make sure you subscribe to the Music Mondays YouTube channel if you haven't already. We upload two times a week. We are approaching 70 motherfucking subscribers. Um, huge shout out to anybody that already has. We upload two times a week. Exclusive segments, uh, full podcast episodes, a whole lot of good stuff's going on on there, man. Go show the channel and these artists some love. Thank you, dog. You're very welcome, Cole. You're very welcome. Thank you for submission, homie. Let's fucking get it. Keep it up. Let's go, baby. Two artists up next. And one is an artist that uh, I always love reacting to, and I always love checking out their tracks. No Name Dread. And Dread truly... Um, you know, there's so many really dope things you could say about Dread, but I think one thing that you could always take away is Dread's music um, is just something you need to experience as far as Dread being an artist, right? Um, 
it, it it's just one of those things where you're like wow constantly constantly impressive constantly so um this week dread submitted a track but it's not just dread it's no name posse and if you don't know um you know I think you just need to be reading our interview on allmusicmondays.com for Dred's um, detailed story on No Name Posse and what this collective really meant to Dred. Um, so if you haven't seen that and you want to know more about No Name Dred and, and really an artist that lets their music speak for themselves, um, go check out our, our interview on the Music Mondays home page. A no-name posse not for fun. Who knows what we're about to get here, but I'm excited. Let's get into it. some heavyweight shit right here so before we break this down i want to say that if no name posse was still around a lot of the people making the same sound would be in some trouble that's what i do know they'd be in some trouble because man holy shit no name posse was a fucking sound to be fucked with man holy shit um so you guys know the drill let's break this down let's get into it we're going to talk about three things. Um, we're going to talk about the instrumental. We're going to talk about vocals. We're talk about the overall theme of Not For Fun. So right off rip, Fiore did a fucking excellent job on this. 
mix wise nothing's clashy to overbearing even with three different artists on here um everything great mix wise but one shining star for me is the melody the melody has this like boom bap like almost gangsta kind of feel to it but the drums keep it modern and the drums keep it really like sort of subtle and 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 like very up to date so it's a very awesome mix of sounds here so i feel like fiori really really snapped on this instrumental um and of course it was a great choice for like a cypher style which no name posse uh really did well you know uh every time we listen to a no name posse track the instrumentals really you know build so well around like that cypher kind of style but i like the instrumental choice here a lot um fiori did a great job now let's talk about vocals here everybody's mix i'll just say right off rip is excellent um nobody sounds off nothing's really nothing nothing to really um even note about this mix it's very solid very tight um each verse really was very consistent now one thing i will say is each verse definitely brought something new to the table um each verse was was very unique in its own right but kept that like cypher feel with this like sort of uh classic background you know what i mean this was such like a almost like um it's just a melody that you like don't forget you know what i mean it, it has that very like freestyle kind of sound to it and, and is almost somewhat classical so i feel like each verse um really stood out because they were able to craft themselves so nicely and man dread dread just fucking killed it like just fucking killed it man like especially you know how this song was constructed i feel like with the instrumental combined with the verses this is one of those tracks that really builds up to be like a roller coaster, right? Um, you know, you're building up, you're building up. Each verse is fucking fire, and then you get to the top, and you're like, "Oh shit!" And then by the time the outro hits, you're already fucking done with the ride, and you're like, "Damn!" And for two minutes and five seconds, once again, I feel like No Name Posse is really slept on for like having such short tracks packed with so much substance. You know, as far as lyrics go and things like that, I I, I really feel like it's packed with a lot of substance. For such a short track so that's a really uh beneficial thing when it comes to uh new listeners and things like that right you can just give them a little sample size and then you know say a whole project of this shit would fucking hit so i really like not for fun it it, it really um really brings life back into that uh cypher style and and it's not even like it's old it's only two years old so this is awesome to go back and uh react to i like this a lot now, let's talk about the theme of Not For Fun here. Aesthetically, um, a rememberable cover. You know what I mean? If you didn't want to go all out on crazy cover art, this is definitely a cover that is super, super rememberable in its own right. Very rememberable and something you can associate No Name Posse with. 100%. So aesthetically, great. Now, not for fun is definitely more in like the the like cipher style, but I feel like everybody on this track really 
you could take super serious you know what i mean and the title not for fun like kind of salutes that too right because each verse is like super super hard and and like not for fun kind of like you know maybe me as like a first time listener to this track because like obviously we've listened to no name posse on the show before but as a first time listener to this track i felt like you could see that it was like a very like serious kind of almost freestyle cypher kind of vibe but really kept up with the quality and the quality of writing and the style of all three of them so this is a really really good cover example track if somebody was like yo i never heard of no name posse you need to peep this shit then that's all i gotta say about that um huge shout out to no name dread thank you for so much know me much much motherfucking love make sure you uh, follow No Name Posse and No Name Dread on SoundCloud. Uh, make sure you follow No Name Dread one on Twitter. Dread is very close to 120, 10 away. Go show Dread some love, man. And of course, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description for the YouTube reupload. And make sure you subscribe to the Music Money's YouTube channel if you haven't already. We upload two times a week. Um, exclusive segments, full podcast episodes, exclusive tracks, whole lot of stuff going on on the channel, man. Make sure you go show us some love, and make sure you go show these artists some love. And if you already have, thank you. Let's get a trip. That was that was a trip, man. That was a trip. So, um, I believe this is a first time submitting artist, which is always always super super dope to react to. Um, we got the homie Dennis, and no caption, we just got the link, chat, we just got the link, so let's get into this, we got, okay, we got a little, uh, we got a little, okay, okay, what we got here, alright, so, it looks like we just got our choice, you know, let's, let's check this out, so, Good Times is the most recent, so we're definitely gonna check this out, um, and there's two different mixes of it, which is really dope. Um, we're definitely just going to listen to the original. And... Let's, let's check this out. Denise Dennis. Good times. First time submitting artists. Let's go. Or not. There we go. Okay. It's Friday night, my buns are right. I'm on the child, I'm chewing wine. And get this weekend started. Call up the crew, they know the moves. Ah. 
What the fuck, bro? What? Alright, 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 alright. This is one of the craziest first time submitting artists that we've had in a while, too. Um, and it looks like they have quite the library as well. This is not like their first rodeo, which is really cool to see, you know what I mean? Um, because this is definitely a veteran sounding artist. Dennis has definitely got a seasoned kind of sound and voice. So let's break this down, man. I'm excited. So we're going to talk about three things. We're going to talk about the vocals. Uh, we're going to talk about the instrumental. We're going to talk about the overall theme of good times. So instrumentally, this is fucking great. It has this like pop dance vibe going on. And it, it sounds like very like independently made but like has this like massive potential to gain like a lot of love and a lot of traction 
So Good Times has that like double dynamic going on for it, where as if like nobody's eye really catches this, this is one of those tracks where it's going to be a gem to have in your library because it's so well done. Um, instrumentally, it's excellent. Fucking excellent. This is like... It's it it just got this real kind of upbeat happy vibe going on, but definitely more modernized as far as like genre and dance vibes go for sure. Um, so well done. Uh, the instrumental is great. Whoever produces did a really 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 good job. Now let's talk about vocals here. The vocals are like extremely extremely impressive. When I like. When I heard the vocals kick on, I kind of had a feeling that this was not Dennis's first um, real go. You know what I mean? Like, there is a lot of quality uh, content here. You know, this is this is a decent library, especially as far as uh, an album goes. A couple of singles, more singles, good times with a couple of remixes. So, yeah. This is definitely a voice that I could immediately tell was very seasoned, and I like that. That's really, really fucking fire, uh, especially for a first time submitting artist. This is like some really like impressive work to react to. Um, but as far as good times go, the hook absolutely is the shining star for me. This hook is bar none one of the most like simple yet effective hooks when it comes to like writing some of this dance style music that has like this alternative element to it um because there's a little bit of pop dance vibes going on but it, it's got this like super dance core to it so i really 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 love this hook like absolutely um simple enough to like be super catchy but like very creative enough to like really like a make like a long lasting impact on a first time listener or somebody that is a regular supporter for sure so huge fan of the hook really huge fan of the writing and and mostly the performance and the recording um the mix is fucking out of this world as well nothing's clashing too overbearing like both mixes as far as the instrumental goes and the vocals um everything was really really solid around this track um very crisp without a doubt it it, it definitely has like a nice bow on it um as far as vocals go for sure but like i said shining star for me um is without a doubt the hook um i feel like dennis really did an excellent job as far as writing goes and execution for sure let's talk about the theme of good times um aesthetically it, it has like this classic route to it um the color palette's relatively simple, but I think the thing that you can take most from this is, like, the classic aesthetic. You know, the classic cars, Chuck Taylors, um, even, like, the font has, like, this 50s, 60s, even 70s kind of classical vibe going on to it. So I like that a lot, you know, because it's more of, like, a modern kind of dance track, and yet it's, like, completely solo. So that's what's really, really fucking dope about this. But aesthetically, really right on point with uh, the substance of this track. Now, the theme of good times, I mean, bro, you know, this is one of those tracks where, you know, it's more about the groove and the movement because good times is very self-explanatory. You know what I mean? It's about looking forward to the good times, be, you know, being grateful for the good times, being in the good times. Um, such a great topic to 
um expand on in forms of like alternative sounds you know uh you don't necessarily have to make like a super happy upbeat track this is more like a get up dance and move and like look towards the future kind of track and good times definitely nailed that uh especially for me as a first time listener so huge huge shout out to dennis thank you for the submission homie much much motherfucking love and of course make sure you follow dennis on spotify and uh, make sure you follow Dennis on motherfucking Twitter too, man. Two away from 900. That's a really, really dope milestone. Really, really dope milestone. Go show him some love, man. And of course, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. And make sure you subscribe to the Music Mondays YouTube channel if you have not already. Uh, we're approaching 70 subscribers. Uh, so huge shout out to anybody that already has. We upload two times a week, exclusive uh, music Monday segments, podcast episodes, exclusive tracks, a whole lot of stuff going on on the channel, man. Go show us some love, and make sure you go show these artists some love as well. Let's get it, chat. And that about does it for episode 85, the very first episode post-Cyberfest for Music Mondays. Ladies and gentlemen, let's fucking go. That was great. Um, That was quite quite the episode man you know we talked a lot about some important shit we talked a lot about um you know shit that uh really matters and we discussed cyberfest um this was a good stream man this is a really really good stream back and everything is going extremely well with music mondays man so i'm excited for the future and i hope you guys are too um you know Make sure you follow Music Mondays on Twitter, Instagram, and wherever else you use social media, because we're there too, uh, for the latest updates on what we have going on around the show, what we have going on around the community. The year isn't over yet. We're going to close out this year with a lot of banger shit, man. With a lot of banger shit. So, we'll keep you posted. Submissions open tomorrow afternoon, so if you're interested in getting... Uh, any of your tracks on the Music Mondays podcast, if you want to get your uh, music, art, videos, um, edits, merchandise, fashion, uh, reacted to and reviewed on the Music Mondays podcast, make sure you follow us on Twitter and keep your eyes peeled for the submission tweet tomorrow. Awesome. What a good show. What a good fucking show. Per usual. Um huge shout out to everybody that did submit and come through and show love tonight thank you thank you thank you um yeah lots of stuff coming lots of updates coming expect workshop wednesday feature friday um every single one of our playlists will be updated uh we have a whole slew of new stuff so like i said huge shout out to anybody that tuned in show love um anybody that submitted tonight thank you thank you thank you uh, we'll see you guys next week for episode 86 of the Music Mondays podcast. Like I said, submissions open tomorrow. So, be safe. Take care. It's been your boy, Zomslays. I'll see you guys next week.